Hey, how's it going? My name's Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his, and I'm a transformational coach for the Patterns of Possibility. The Patterns of Possibility is all about helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. As a transformational coach, I help people connect, care, and communicate with each other. And that's exactly what I'm going to do in this video. I'm going to be answering some Reddit questions. Some Reddit questions that I found in the subreddit of Friendship Advice. Now, before I get started, I just want to tell you that I'm not a licensed therapist. I am not a licensed psychotherapist or anything like that. Not at all. What qualifies me to answer these questions is that I'm an expert in helping people make genuine connections. I've done it for myself and I've done it for other people. So that's exactly what we're going to do here in this, in this video. Again, I'm not a licensed psychologist or therapist, but I'm going to use my expertise to answer these questions. All right. Well, some of these questions are really wordy, so I broke them down so you can see like a, a little bit of a synopsis of what they are, a little summary of what they are. So the first one is lost touch with besties. I quit smoking cannabis 13 days ago and reality may be starting to hit me. Although my friends were supportive throughout my addiction, I don't feel a connection with them anymore. I feel like they're constantly mothering me and I don't need that. All right, so the person who wrote this sounds like they've had a big shift in their relationship and they're looking for an establishment of whatever they had before. Like it seemed like there was something that was uh, symbiotic like there was something that you both got out of it. Your friends got something out of it. And the person who wrote this got something out of it and they were connected. But now it's whatever is happening doesn't work for the friend anymore. What doesn't work for the person who quit cannabis anymore. So there's a huge relationship dynamic change here. And they're wondering what to do. What are we going to do about this? How can I get my friends back? Essentially, if you can get them back. Well, addressing the fact that there's this giant shift in roles is really huge. It's almost like I would I would I would say this is like um, the parents having their kid graduate from high school and go off to college, and now the parents have no idea what to do because they're empty nesters, and they're just like trying to mother their kid who's away at college. But the kids out there trying to do things on their own, they're doing their own laundry, they're cooking their own meals, or at least buying them from the commissary or whatever, wherever they buy food, but at least buying their food, you know, they're independent. And so it seems like that's what happened in this relationship is where you had a symbiotic relationship where your friends, the poster, your friends were taking care of you. They were supportive. They were helpful when you were struggling. Now you're not struggling and they have no idea what their role is in the relationship. So they keep doing what they're used to and you're trying to stop them from doing the thing that they're used to. So now you have to set up a whole new relationship dynamic. So the thing that you need to look at is, are you really connected more than just that role? Like you said that you were coming to reality now and see, it seemed like you were in a haze for a bit. And now reality is setting in where you may look like, shoot, I don't have anything in common with these people. 
You may find that out and they were just helpful to you and that's it. You may just find that out. So you need to find out what's important to you and check to see if the same thing is important to them so that you can make a connection. Have some things in common aside from them taking care of you or otherwise you may have to let them go and let yourself go. Like kind of figure out what you want to do now that you have this new headspace. And they have to also come to terms with the fact that you're not the same person that you were before you started stop before you became sober. You're not the same person, so we have a huge shift in dynamics. So I hope that helps. Go take some time to figure out exactly what you stand for, what interests you, and see if they have any of that in common with you so that you can rebuild your relationship. And make sure also, make sure to set up that boundary and say, hey, I don't want you to treat me like this anymore. I want you to treat me like a friend. So best of luck to you. I hope that works out. Take care. I realized I was manipulated. Is it worth bringing up after an argument? I've been taking time away from my friendship because I placed boundaries that weren't upheld and was manipulated into apologizing. Looking back, I realized I never should have apologized because my reaction was valid. She's trying to rekindle the friendship and I feel like I should not engage with her anymore. But part of me wants that closure to stand up for myself. Now, this is a really interesting uh, question. Should you go and assert your boundary, essentially? So fantastic for you for creating new boundaries against this person. It seems like you have been dismissed, ignored, and just, uh, you know, uh, degraded for a long time. And you're tired of it. And you've decided that, all right, I'm going to get some space and I'm going to create this boundary. And it seems like you've tried this before and they've just not have accepted it. They've been really dismissive of the fact that you create these boundaries. So you're trying to assert them. You're trying to push them a lot more. So you can feel like, you know, you're accomplished. You feel like you will be heard, understood and the question that you have, and I understand, I mean, it makes sense that you want to assert your boundaries because it seems like you value this friendship. You may have been friends for a very long time. But the question that you have is, should you assert that boundary? I'd say yes, absolutely. Assert the boundary, do what you need to do. However, you have to do it consciously. I recommend that you do it consciously. And what I mean by that is when you go and you tell them that you have a boundary, you have to think about what their response may be based on the past, based on the history that you've had with them and be prepared for their response. Okay. So it's likely that you are going to go to them. You're going to assert your boundary and say, Hey, I don't like that you treated me this way and I don't want you to do that anymore and you need to apologize to me. And they may just do everything they possibly can to get away from taking responsibility for that. It's very likely based on what you've said 
that they've always been doing that. They've always seen your boundaries and just rolled right over them. So there's, this is not going to be any different. You're going to bring the boundary right up to their face and they're going to be like, I don't see one. I don't see one. You're making this up. I don't do that to you. All kinds of stuff. So usually what will happen to you is that you've got to recognize this pattern that you get into. You get angry because they're not listening to your boundaries and you expect them to. Don't expect them to listen. The reason why you're going to go assert your boundary is to test this theory out, to test it out so that you save yourself from being driven insane by getting them to do something, trying to get them to do something that they will not do. It's all about you. The only thing that you can control in this situation is yourself and how you're going to react to this. It's very likely that she is not going to see your boundary or care about it or blame. She'll, they'll blame you for it. So get into the mindset that it is going to happen. And don't get upset when it does. You have an opportunity to decide, actually. Now that you realize what was going to happen, you're not just reacting to it. You have an opportunity to think about what just happened and if you are going to get angry about it, if you're going to walk away from it, if you're going to press it more, whatever you're going to do, you get an opportunity to decide instead of just feeling, oh my goodness, they're not listening to me again. I'm so mad. I'm just going to assert myself more and raise up your anger. And it's not going to do anything else for you. So consciously go in and set that boundary to see what happens. That's what I'd recommend for you to try. Best of luck. I hope this helps. My friend struggles with alcoholism. I have a longtime friend from high school who struggles with addiction, and his most recent battle was with alcoholism. I have done my best to be there for him over the years, but the experience is starting to drain me. He calls me for up to two hours sometimes when he's intoxicated and is confrontational, verbally abusive, and negative. If I ignore him, he gets depressed and thinks I'm giving up on him. I want to break it to him that I need more space, but he constantly reminds me that I'm the only person he has. He needs professional help that I can't provide, and I'm at a loss at what to do. Wow, dear poster, whoever posted this, um, I feel your pain. I mean, it's definitely hard. It seems like you're in a person, you're a person with a lot of integrity, a person who really wants to help, a person who's had a friend for so long that you just don't want to let down. Completely understandable. But you're, and you're reaching this point where you realize that it's only hurting you. And of course, you want to help your friend, but you're torn in between you and your friend. What I'd recommend, you said at your, your loss at what to do, what I'd recommend is that you take some time away from this person and set up boundaries. I think boundaries is the theme of everything that's happening here. You need good boundaries with this person. So I understand that this is a friend who is struggling, who's suffering, and you just don't want them to suffer. So you deal with whatever they, whatever nonsense that they throw at you, calling you, 
in the wee hours of the morning, being mean to you, being dismissive, being angry at you. And you, you take all that stuff because you feel like you're going to help them. At the end of the day, you're not really helping them. You are doing disservice to both of you. You're hurting yourself because you're not in tip-top condition. You're not taking care of you and your needs. And you know that at some point. You're saying you're at a loss of what to do. You know that you want to get some space between them because you can't provide the kind of help that they need. You know that. You're very clear about that. So I want you to also keep in mind that this person that you're trying to help, you're enabling them. So they need to be able to suffer some consequences. And suffer is the right word too. Suffer consequences. Face these consequences because you're making everything really easy for them. You're allowing them to take their emotional damage out on you, or damage you emotionally. You're allowing them to disturb your sleep, disturb your peace because they're not at peace. Don't let them do that. They have to figure it out on their own or else nothing's going to change. If they're distressed, if they know they can call on you, they're not going to stop. If they know they can control you by making you feel guilty, they're not going to stop doing that. And I know because I suffered, I struggled with alcohol for some time. And when you're deep in any kind of substance abuse, you just cannot understand the impact that you're having on anyone else around you. Because when you're drinking or when you're smoking or whatever you're doing, you're focused on you and your needs. You're so busy numbing your feelings and your thoughts that you can't realize that anything else is happening around you. And it's pretty astounding. So as much as you may beg, plead, cry, tell your friend, hey, I've had enough, I really wanna help you and all that stuff, I, can't you see how you're affecting me? They cannot, they will not. They will never understand your plight because they're too focused on numbing their reality to understand anything outside of it. So you're doing the right thing by inching away from them. I'd recommend that you set up these great boundaries where you have a little bit of A and a little bit of B. And when I say a little bit of A and a little bit of B, a little bit of helping them and a little bit of space away from them. So you can help them still. You don't have to just completely ignore them if you can handle it. That's a, you would set a boundary, something like that. You'd not pick up the phone after 10 o'clock because you know that they're just going to be drunk and they're going to be mean to you and you need your rest. You need to feel good about yourself. You don't need that. So set that boundary. Help as much as you can up until a point where you've decided that it's too much. Just make sure that you know what is too much for you. It may be that you would not talk to them for a very long time. It could be, that could be it. Maybe you'll pick up the phone every once in a while and as soon as they start complaining, you hang up. Whatever that looks like to you, but make sure that you feel emotionally well and of course, pass them off to get uh, a, the, the kind of help that they need. And uh, lastly, I'd recommend that, that you don't force them to get the help that they need. 
make sure that you take care of yourself so that you're able to help them when they need it or when you're available. I hope this helps you. I hope that uh, things work out and you and your buddy, um, you know, help have your relationship restored, you know, it gets the help any needs and um, best of luck to you. All right. Next one. My best friend has pretty much disappeared off the face of the earth. Around one month ago, around one month into going into university, my best friend of nine years stopped talking to me and the rest of his friends. And I still have no clue why. Initially, we were, we were petrified that something had happened to him as he suffered mental health issues in the past. We were willing to drive up to his university, but unfortunately, no one knew his address. We contacted his parents to get them to check on him. Turns out he was fine, but he didn't want to talk to us. This was completely out of the blue because last time we spoke to him, he was in good spirits. I've shared so many amazing memories with him and I just want my old pal back. How do I approach trying to contact him or has he made a decision already? So this person has lost their friend of almost a decade suddenly for no reason it seems that no reason that they can understand it seems and uh it's unfortunate because it's been almost a decade for someone to just stop talking to you for no apparent reason you and all of their friends for no apparent reason is pretty shocking now i am so curious about this because I also think, I'm also thinking, what's going on here? Your best friend of almost a decade, and there's something about him that you don't know. There's something deep that they may have not discussed with you. So I imagine because you have now space in between you two, this person's gone to a university in your way also that when you were together, hanging out together. Now this is just a random guy on the internet talking about a situation that I only read on a piece of paper here on the internet myself. So I don't know all the details, but I'm going to speculate that looking outside in, there's something that your friend has been holding on to and keeping away from them, keeping away from you for a long time. And now that they're away, they're able to express it fully. So they may have decided that they really like whatever they're expressing, whatever they're into, and they want to keep it to themselves. And they want to live it fully, but they don't want you to be a part of it. They don't want you to be judging them about it or any way, something like that. Now, you didn't ask about why somebody would do something like that. You didn't ask that. That's not the question. The question was, how should you go about contacting them? or if you should, go contact them. I think it would be a really great idea for you to try and connect with them because you've had a friendship for over a decade that just doesn't, that's just not, doesn't make sense and it's really frustrating to not have closure about what happened. At the very least, they can send you a text message and say, well, fuck off, I don't wanna to talk to you ever again and you would have a little more closure than just having them stop talking to you. You probably wonder why they say fuck off, but you know that 
they don't want to talk to you for some reason they're angry at the very least you can get something out of it you as a person us all humans we we like that closure we like to know that something has ended and something new has started just like the end of this year or last year 2020 where all these terrible things that happened and we all tried to roll it up into the 2020 and when 2021 came along we we're like yes we can leave all that bad stuff the coronavirus um all the tension the injustice the just politics everything we can leave all of that in 2020 but we can't really we're, we're not going to i mean it's still 2021 time doesn't care about these little things we try to button up on it we try to close it close it out so what i'm saying is that we love closure so much that we artificially constructed closure around time so the end of the, the end of the year was not the end of the events that have happened in 2020. So you want closure. You want to find out what's going on with your friend. Now, I recommend that you just reach out to them, but not harass them. Don't text them constantly asking them what's going on, what's going on, what's going on. There's a sales method in which we reach out to um, people after every six months or so. Now, that's a long time to wait. You might want to uh, put some space in between it, maybe contact them, uh, and then in two weeks, contact them again, and then in a month, contact them again, and then maybe another month or two, contact them again, get that time in between it. But you definitely want to allow them to figure out what, what's going on and what's, why they're not telling you what's up. And um, I think when you reach out to them, it's important that you demonstrate that you want to support them. However, whatever that's happening with them, you want to support them and do not make it about you. Although you do want your relationship back, I think that for someone to just stop talking to you, they have to be hiding something. They have to be unsure, unclear about something. If you're best friends for an entire decade, and all of a sudden you're not talking, I believe that they may be hiding something from you. Maybe they're ashamed of it. And you wanna make sure that you show up as a friend who's concerned and supportive, not a friend who says, what's wrong with you? I need you to be my friend again. Just tell me what's wrong. You're not gonna build a relationship with them that way. You're not gonna build a better relationship with them that way. So make sure that you Show yourself up as a supportive friend who's there to listen to their needs. That's it. All right. I hope that works out for you. Best of luck. Here's our final question. Should I confront an acquaintance over the disrespectful comments he made towards me? A fellow acquaintance made disrespectful comments towards me after I made a dumb joke that wasn't meant to be taken seriously. I didn't know how to respond to him at the time, but his comments have been bugging me and frustrating me for the past few days, and I feel like I should call and confront him about it. Should I do that, or should I not contact him and forget about it? Because we might not really hang out anyway. This is an interesting question. I see that the person who posted this is really frustrated and angry. Angry 
about a comment that someone made. The first thought for me is to kind of understand why the poster is so angry. I don't understand. I don't see what makes them so angry because at first go, after I read this, I'm thinking that I would not contact, I would not recommend that you contact that person. However, I'm going to change that. I'm going to say contact them, but consciously. Be conscious about what you're feeling and what's going on when you get into the situation and you start talking to them. I want to pull back and ask the person who wrote this, or if you have ever felt this way, to take a look at yourself and understand why you're so angry. What about this is so angering? Because as we just looked at the last post, we just talked about the last post about a friend who who lost a friend that was a decade, it's almost a decade they were friends and close and everything. And there is this guy who is, as compared to this person who is just a acquaintance, who said something very small that you may never see again. Yet it weighs on you so much over a couple of days that you have to post it on Reddit, you have to write about it, it's in your head. Why? Why is it in your head? What is driving that force? So that's what I'd like you to do before you go and talk to this person. I don't want you to go to them and tell them that you're angry but not being able to explain why. And the reason why you want to explain it to them is so that they may correct their behavior. You can tell them how. You can tell them how and you can tell them what the effect was on you. Not just that you're angry, but you're angry because X, Y, Z. You feel disrespected, something along those lines. What I'd like you to do is dig really deep into it. I'd like you to ask yourself three times, at least three times, three to five times, why, why, why? And it goes something like this. Why am I so angry at this guy, this random guy who made a, a small comment that was supposed to be a joke? I'm angry because I feel belittled and disrespected. Great. Why do you feel belittled and disrespected? Well, because I feel like I'm important and it was just a joke and you took it the wrong way and people always seem to take things the wrong way. This guy doesn't know me. What's wrong with him? Something along those lines. And then why does it frustrate you so much that this guy um, kind of misunderstood you? Maybe it's because you're always being misunderstood. You want to dig deep into it and figure out what exactly is going on. Now the hope is and the purpose of this exercise is to get you to realize that when you get down to it, the why you're so angry will seem very, 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 very small and unimportant. Because in the grand scheme of things, this is a person you may never see again. And you're hanging on to this anger of a person you may never see again. You don't have to see again.
So look into understanding why you're angry. And if you decide that you want to talk to them, go tell them that you were upset and explain the situation, what was upsetting about the situation and why it was so upsetting to you. And then when you do this, one step further, think about what you want from this person. So you go talk to this person, what are they supposed to do? They're supposed to say, sorry, will you be okay with that? What do you want to happen? So go in with a game plan. All right, I hope that this helps you. Best of luck, take care. All right, we reached the end. Thank you so much for watching. And I wanna send a special thank you out to those of you on Reddit, because without you writing these questions, I wouldn't have anything to answer. So I really appreciate that. And although you didn't ask me to answer these questions, I still answered them because I believe that everyone out there is looking for the same kind of answers because we're all sharing experiences that are not unique. They're the same in some way. If you have any thoughts or questions, you can definitely just write to me at patternsofpossibility.com or you can um, leave a comment here. That'd be great. I'd appreciate that too. And I'd be sure to get back to you. Until next time, take care.